بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على رسوله الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اما بعد this is a continuation of the part 4 of the talk familial dispute and their resolution المفتي تقسماني بركاتهم دامت بركاتهم it reminded me of a practice of my father hazrat maulana mufti mohammad shafi rahmatullah Uh, he was sick and bedbound for a period of time before he passed away from this world he had become restricted to his room my room was right next to his room at the time of a meal his food was brought in a tray as soon as he had finished his meal he would ask for the plates to be taken back outside immediately out of his room similarly if he had asked for a book to be borrowed from the madrasa he would ask for it to be taken back as soon as he was finished with it Sometimes when we were slow in returning those plates or the book he would get upset and tell us to take it back quickly Sometimes we used to wonder why our father was always in such a hurry to get these items out of his room what difference did it make if returning these items was delayed by a few minutes then one day he told us i have written in my will that the only items in this house that belong to me are the ones inside this room and that everything else in this house belongs to my wife if i die in this situation that there are other items not belonging to me in this room then according to my will people will believe that these are part of my inheritance and will treat them as such that is why i wish that any item that does not belong to me should not stay in this room for too long when whatever item comes into this room is taken out of it as soon as possible Anyway he was so careful about clarity of ownership that it was absolutely clear what was owned by him and what was owned by his wife by his children or by acquaintances that is no conflict ever arose therefore sharia has commanded us that ownership of each individual uh, about each individual item in his possession or property should be absolutely clear and separate when we tell our acquaintances that you should keep your accounts and ownership separate right from the beginning they say in reply that this accounting between loved ones smacks of unfriendliness but what happens in reality that is that after a few years the same people who were making vows of never ending love and affection draw swords at each other over money so, so the source of a lot of conflict and discord is not keeping ownership separate right from the beginning for example the family decides to build a house the father puts in some funds one son puts in some funds the other son puts in some funds and they take a loan for the rest but right at the beginning they did not clarify whether the sons wanted to become joint owners of the house whether they were giving they were giving the amount as a loan to their father or whether they were just helping their father out the house gets built but no one knows legally what proportion of it is owned by who if one of them dies a huge conflict then arises over who owns this house one person claims he invested this much amount in the house the other one says he paid for the land then they go to a mufti mufti to sort out this inheritance issue this sometimes leads to injustice within with one party that is why it's very important to understand that the rule of sharia is that if a son is working in his father's business and it was not clarified whether he was working as 
father's business partner or his employee, then even if the son keeps working like that his entire life, it will still be assumed that he was just helping his father out and he has no share in the business. That is why it is very important to clarify whether he's joining the business as a partner or as an employee right at the beginning. In Sharia, it's not enough for someone to say later that they had put their wife's name on the title deeds of the house. According to Sharia, the proper way of transferring ownership to someone, for example, wife, is that after putting her name on the ownership documents, she should also be given possession of the house and told that from now on, she's the owner of that house and can dispose of it as she pleases. Without giving possession, ownership is not really transferred. Because a lot of people these days have no knowledge of these commandments of Sharia, they do as they please. And later on in life, it leads to conflicts between family members, discord in society, and litigation between people. If, if people took care to follow Sharia closely, a lot of this litigation would never have been needed in the first place. These conflicts and disagreements arise amongst people who are not ill-intentioned, Ill who do not want to usurp other people's property knowingly. However, because of their ignorance, they acted in a manner which ended up in these conflicts. But the people who are criminal-minded and dishonest and who knowingly want to grab other people's property unjustly, they are, are a different story altogether. In summary, this lack of transparency of ownership is a major curse afflicting our society these days. We should first understand it clearly ourselves and then also convey to our friends, family and acquaintances that the first we should all establish clearly who owns what and how much, both in our personal possessions and wealth as well as businesses, and then conduct our financial transactions in a pleasant manner. But the accounting should remain transparent and there should be no ambiguity in transactions. May Allah Ta'ala give us all the motivation to act on these principles through His blessings. Ameen. Wa akhiru dawana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.